Welcome. welcome to episode welcome. 26. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me give me two seconds here. I just got to run back in my house here. Hold on. Hold, oh, please. You're outside of your house? <laughs> what are you doing? I was outside. You know what? I, it's a long story. I forgot to put bird seed in my bird feeder. So I was just putting the food outside so that I wouldn't forget. Anyway, so let me get this straight. Long story. We're, I'm, I'm, we're recording. I'm back in the house. <laughs> We're recording a podcast, I'm, and, and I'm multitasking. Thought, yes, you thought to yourself, I, I, "I'm so bad. I'm so bad. well." We weren't. We were just reviewing what we were going to do, and then I figured, "Well, we weren't really recording. I mean, we were recording what we weren't recording." Oh, right? we're recording, and you're like, "This would be a great time for me to go outside right now and grab my bird seed the bird because my birds are hungry." Uh-huh. Well, you, you, it's your, I'm going to blame you. <laughs> I'm just going to blame you for, for even suggesting it. I talked about birds, and he flew out the door. It's, I, you're I like a cartoon. Right you are literally like a cartoon, and there were little swirls after your feet left and a little plume of dust behind you when you tore outside. To... Pretty much. Yep. No, yeah. I'm not going to deny it. Yep. Yeah. I, I have the attention span of a gnat. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Wait a second. You've known me for a long time. <laughs> you know you know this is the case. I mean, I know the and many of the listeners know me, uh, and, and but the other ones that don't now, this is no this is no surprise. This should be the, no surprise to anybody. Yeah, but get this, get this. When I talk to you on the phone, sometimes you know you can hear that somebody is breathless because they're doing something right. But I kind of want a running narrative of everything you're doing <laughs> because I wouldn't have guessed unless you had told me on a podcast that while I'm talking on the phone with you, you think to yourself, self. Now would be a great time to run out and just do um, a little patch of weeding in my front landscaping. And I'm picturing you just sitting down, focusing entirely on the conversation. (laughs) And as it turns out, you are a body in constant motion, even when we're recording a podcast, talking on the phone, anything. Yes, totally. I find that hilarious. (laughs) You know, it's, it's, I just, I have a really difficult time sitting down and relaxing. So I, you know, and I, the funniest part of that is I've called you before and you've been like, oh, I'm just lying on the couch watching a movie. I guess just the, Im- <laughs> the image of you running around getting bird seed out while we're recording a podcast is <laughs> very humorous to me. <laughs> well, I feel bad. The birds, the bird, the bird feeder's empty and it's been for a couple of days and I, I just, I, I was neglectful. So <laughs> on, the, on that note of not being able to hold still, I'm just curious about this. I used to go to a place on a lake mm-hmm. and everybody, the, there was not room to like ride bikes or really go for walks. The layout of it was such that you couldn't go for a bike ride. You couldn't go for a walk. You had to take a boat to get there. So you like couldn't even leave the vicinity. You were trapped. Yeah, you were trapped. So I used to think to myself while I was hanging out there, I could be doing so many things right now, productive things. And I really had trouble embracing the whole, let me just sit around and chat and do whatever for all of the hours of the day and evening. And then again, the next day. And I have trouble seeing you in an environment like that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so so that is actually a very interesting um, question that you bring up or a discussion point because I've had this same discussion with my girlfriend because she is a total, hey, let's just lounge around. And like when I go to the beach, yeah. I'm always doing something. Right. So I'm swimming, I'm playing paddle ball, I'm playing volleyball. If somebody puts up a volleyball net, I'm like, oh, oh, do they need an extra? And mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and even if it's like little kids, I'm like, it's so. You're the creepy so, older guy. Yeah, I'm the super creepy older old creepy old guy. Older but but guy. yeah, I 
you know, it's tough for me. I, and it's interesting that you also bring up the fact that I might have been on the couch watching television. I actually like to watch television alone. Oh, I, and I, I'll tell really? you the reason why. Well, I, well I, I don't mind watching it. I, and I watch it with my kids and I watch, but like movies, I guess is probably the better way. I, I don't like to watch movies with other people because I hate when people talk in the middle of a movie. I used to have this problem with some family members that we would be in the middle of a movie and I'm trying to pay attention to this, to the plot, to the storyline, to, yeah. to the context, to the, to the dialogue. Uh, I'm looking at, you know, how it's filmed. I'm, I'm not a casual watcher. I'm like super intense. And in the middle of the movie, they would turn to me and they go, what just happened? And I'd be like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. So I would pause the movie and they'd be like, no, no, leave it on. I'm like, no, I can't do that. Like, I can't, I can't be involved in a movie and have, and have, and also be involved in a conversation at the same time. <laughs> So it's just, it's just, it's, it's like the exact opposite of why you watch a movie. I know, but, but so sometimes there are, okay, so I get that. That happens in our, it probably happens in every house where there's one really serious movie person. And I don't have a problem with pausing to try to explain something. We sometimes will experience somebody saying, why do they do that? Why do they do this? And we have to say, well, you have to keep watching to find out. But sometimes if it's a complicated plot, right. even, you know, sometimes I need help. No, I'm like, wait, what's going on? So, I mean, right. do you get and annoyed? No, 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 that's fine. If you pause it, are you still oh, annoyed? Oh, super annoyed. We're okay to pause it and we're okay to talk about it. Yeah. But then don't tell me, but then don't, don't argue with me about what the plot is. And don't oh. tell me that it's stupid or don't tell me you don't like the movie or don't tell me, don't tell me that you figured it out. So it's, it's kind of like, I view this as kind of like going to the library. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows when you go to the library, you're supposed to keep your voice down. You're supposed to keep to yourself. Yes. You whisper. You're mm-hmm. courteous. You try not to engage people in a conversation because that's not the place. Go to Starbucks. Go, go somewhere else. Go to Dunkin' Donuts or the 7-Eleven yep. and talk about anything you want. Sure. But libraries, movie theaters, and then when you're at home. and So, so literally what will happen is, is I'll be watching a movie and if my kids come in or somebody comes in the room, I literally pause it. Yes. And I just wait. Yep. And they're like, no, no, you can go ahead and keep going. I'm like, no, I, nope. I can't because yeah. you're distracting me. <laughs> and, and then the best part is I'll be on, I'll be watching something. My daughter will pull out the, um, oh. uh, what's it called? <laughs> oh, the Nutribullet. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Nutribullet. And she'll start to make a smoothie. The ice cubes. Yeah. Rah! I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, you're not. I said, you're not sorry. I said, I know you're hungry and I know you really want to watch. I, I know you really want that smoothie and I really want to watch my movie. So I'm going to pause. Uh-huh. And I have, and I, by the way, I have no problem pausing and picking up with a movie half an hour later, an hour later, two days later if need be. Sure. But don't do the scenario where you were pretending to be, to be quiet and you're really not. Okay. It just doesn't, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> so I don't, I don't mind watching movies with people. But if I re, a lot of times I'll watch it and not pay attention and I'll go back and rewatch it later. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know I'm just going to be disappointed well, if I try and watch it with other people. So, since we veered off to the topic of watching movies, I have to throw this in. If I'm watching a movie that I love and it's probably one that I've watched several times, do not come in and say anything negative about this movie. I love this movie. I love the characters. I love the storyline. I don't care if it's contrived. I don't care if it's predictable. I derive pleasure from this movie. 
please do not say bad things about it. And yeah, the interruptions, I just paused because good movie. You don't want to have things interrupted. Exactly. No. And and also too, I can watch a movie multiple times and still, and still enjoy it. We, uh, we actually watched uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective Mm -hmm. with my youngest daughter just recently. Mm -hmm. Now she didn't think it was as funny as I thought it was. That's happened in our house. Or remembered it to be. Yeah. But but I have to tell you, there there is a tragedy. There is a tragedy afoot in Hollywood <laughs> with this movie. Did I did I not mention this to you? I don't they think cut so. out one of the best scenes. Did they really? What they cut they out? They cut out the dolphin trainer part where Jim Carrey comes out of the dolphin tank. Yeah. And proceeds to talk to the reporters that are there. Because for those of you who um, may not enjoy the movie as much as I do, you know the the premise is is that somebody kidnaps the Miami Dolphins dolphin mm-hmm. before, before the big Super Bowl game. And they hire Ace Ventura, pet detective, to find the dolphin. So that, uh, and they also, not only do they, they kidnap the dolphin, but they kidnap Dan Marino. Yes. And so one of the best lines, and one of the things my brother and I quote back and forth all the time, have since the movie came out, is I've been training dolphins for seven years, and Jim Carrey puts up five fingers. Oh. <laughs> and, 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 and he says, do you know the dolphin? Do you speak dolphin? Do you have a dorsal And then he starts to make the dolphin noises and mimic the dolphin. And it is absolutely hilarious. So we're watching the movie. The movie ends. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a second. Yeah. Where's the best scene in the movie? Come to find out they cut it out of the DVD. You think and it Netflix. It's, it, you you got to Google it. Google it. Well, I, he also makes a reference to, to Roy. Mm-hmm. He, uh, to, to Siegfried and Roy, and he says, "I've been. Tra- I was training the tigers, and then and then Roy comes along with the stuffing in the pants, and maybe there was some sensitivity around that. I don't know. Hollywood can't be that sensitive. I mean, there's movies about all kinds of crazy stuff, and so I, I, I was like, you got to be kidding me. So then it became the back and forth with my brother because, and weirdly enough, we we didn't mention it to each other. I just watched the movie, and a day later, he texts me and he says. I can't believe this is not, because I guess he watched it with his son as well, yeah. too. So we were on these similar, we were twinning, as my daughters would say, uh, my brother and I. We were twinning, uh, and, and, we just, and, and then we, we figured out that we were, oh, my goodness, like, we can't believe this. How can this be? How can, we, how can the best scene in the movie get cut out? I digress. Anyway. Huh. I, you know, and we've digressed so far. I don't remember why we, we were just talking about... <laughs> Sitting still like at a cottage or a beach and we morphed into movies, which we often do. And that's okay. But we were just talking about how I can't imagine you're sitting still either. I can sit still for a while. Like if I'm at an actual beach, and we've talked about this before, I can hang out and just chill. I could read as long as I've got the surf and the, you know, the sand. But I do like get in and boogie board or whatever, do something that's active. If I am at a lake, I want to be paddling or, you know, doing something Right. Anyway. No, no, no. Look, I like to relax. I, I love the beach. I love to hear the ocean. I love the, I, I love all of that, but I can only sit for so long. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, well, let's take a walk. Let's throw the football. Let's throw yeah. the Frisbee. Let's yeah. go swimming. My mother was one of these people that could sit and read for hours and hours, yeah. but then she could also walk the, walk the beach and look for sea glass and, and shells and, mm-hmm. you know, and our, the beach that we go to is very social. Kind of everybody knows each other. So you can go and say hi and see how people are doing. And it's a very, it's a very social scenario. If I was out in the middle of nowhere, I, I think I would probably, I, I might, I might have to go berserk. Yes. I mean, I, I, I mean, I might get, yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe for a day. Yes. But on day, two, on day two, I would be like, 
hey, I'm going to go for an eight-hour hike. I'll see you guys later. Right. I, I think that's what I have to do. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's pretty much how I am. I, I mean, I love to relax. It's nice to kick back at the end of a long week or whatever if you're on vac- you know summer vacation. But yeah, I feel like there has to be a little balance. So we were talking about getting takeout food and many places are offering curbside and takeout. I wonder if the rules about tipping for takeout have changed. Tipping for takeout should be like a game show. <laughs> Welcome for tipping for takeout. Tipping for takeout. Figure out the tipping for takeout. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... To, what, what should you, be the tipping for takeout? I have I have read before, like long before coronavirus, that mm-hmm. you are supposed to tip the takeout person because they did gather uh, the things in containers, presumably, and bag it up for you and work out the bill. And no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, slow down here. Yeah. The person did that's, that at the register did not put your stuff into containers. They probably did. The, the chef in the the chef in the back put those in the container. Okay. The person that the person that took those containers, they put it in a plastic or paper bag okay. and then they put it there waiting for you. And they took your order. Uh did they? I don't know. What happens if you do it online? Uh, well, if you, I, I well, mean, I mean that's what I'm asking. I I'm I'm, I'm asking that cuz now in the days in the days of door now in the days of DoorDash and and Uber Eats. Okay, so according to Peter Post, I wonder if this is like Emily Post's son. We need to look that up. There's no obligation to tip on takeout, but one should tip 10% for extra service like curb delivery or a large complicated order. So I believe okay, so I'm I'm totally I love Peter's I think Peter is spot on. I think that Peter's got it down. Yeah. So, I, so here's a great example. I, I was gone for a week on vacation mm-hmm. I, and we went to this little place that makes rice bowls. You know, yeah. it's just like a rice bowl with some kind of protein in it, whether it's chicken or salmon or fish or, you know, ahi tuna or something. And we, we went to this place and it's one of these things where, you know, they're not letting people in the store. So you have to fill out this card. If you give it to the guy through the door, he makes the meal and then he charges you out and he hands you a bag and you walk away. And mm-hmm. so uh, we had a couple of us ordered and one of the orders was completely screwed up. Oh, yeah. Now I had tipped the guy before. I gave him a couple of bucks, you know, on like a $30 order, mm-hmm. which I thought, which I thought was, was, you know, it was, you know, I gave him three, four bucks. I was like, okay, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go crazy, but I'm also, you know, it's, there was no above and beyond. Right. But I but I was like, okay, I'll give him a couple of bucks. The, the the thing was completely messed up. So the next time I went back, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to tip him this time. Yeah. I'm going to see what the service looks like and see if he got it right this next time. Because by the way, we ordered, we just ordered the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Like we had we had fallen in love with this place, and and now we're like really into the food. And all we wanted to make sure was is that the one dish was right, and it was that time. So the next time I go back. I'll tip the guy. Okay. But sometimes well, I think the expectation is we're going to tip blindly. And you know, if you work in this food service industry, those people over tip. They, you think the, so? 20% of them is the bare minimum. I, I know so. I know so many people that work at restaurants. And when I go out to dinner or have worked in restaurants, when I go out to dinner with them, this is what I hear. Well, they work so hard. I'm like, um, okay, that's their job. I completely understand that. They yeah. have chosen th- that, that's gonna, that that's the way that they're going to make their money. I'm not saying be mean to anybody. I'm not saying not, that they're not due a, a tip for good service, mm-hmm. but rewarding somebody for bad service? Yeah, well. N- n- not proper. 
Here, so here's here's an added piece to this. Should you be tipping a little bit more or tipping when you wouldn't have ordinarily because people are going into a service business and working there because they're deemed necessary and maybe they would rather not put themselves out in front of the unwashed public, but they have to because they have been deemed necessary. So do you then decide maybe they should get a little bit extra or something where ordinarily you wouldn't have tipped at all? Mm, that's a good one. You know, you and I, I think have very, a little bit varied degrees of, of sensitivity towards the COVID situation. Okay. No, no, look, I mean, I'm traveling back and forth to New Jersey. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I have a daughter that's at college. I'm, I'm shopping at Wegmans or some other, or Aldi or some other place more than once a week. Yeah. So I, I, for me, I think, I, I think that I'm, compared to you, laissez-faire, do whatever, you know, we're just going to keep, keep on normal. Yeah. Uh, you're a little bit more on the cautious side. It's not a bad thing. My father's I, exactly like you. We've even started venturing out to like, we went, now we're going into like TJ Maxx and not trolling that. We're what? Going, you're we're, what? We're going what? in there with a purpose, with a purpose. No, yeah. No, not TJ Maxx. Don't get in, get out. Me. Get in, get no. out. We know. I, look, I, I, I like Marshall's a little bit better, but that's okay. Same company. I, I'm yeah. with you. Isn't that so funny? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's just a personal preference. You want to know why? Because they have no men's shoes at TJ Maxx. Oh, I knew there had to be a reason. See, see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They do have a What's the deal? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they, yeah. Marshalls has the men's shoes. I think they have to be varied to some degree because otherwise, why would you have the exact same store in a you know pretty close proximity to the other one? Right? Are you kidding me? They have it literally across the street from each other. I mean, yeah, they, how, yeah, they, how close? Uh, how, how much closer can you get? <laughs> yeah, near us they are. They're, you could throw a stone across the street at the yeah. other one. So uh, anyway, g getting back to the, the question, because we now have continually veered off. the, of we're, we're, off the we're off the rails again. But that's, that's, that's why you listen to us, yeah. listener. Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Listener. That's why we love you, and we're not going to disappoint you. We're always going to go off on a tangent. Uh, <laughs> so, it's what um, we do best. It, it, oh, my goodness, yes. We got an A-plus in, in, tangent, uh, in tangent delivery. So, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm still going to go with my gut, uh, my gut first response here, which means that if you, if somebody comes to you and they treat, you, we've all had this happen. And this is part of the reason, and I'm going to go off on another little tangent. I will say to people, I don't care what the philosophy of anybody is. Mm -hmm. I like, I like Chick-fil-A. And I like um, I like In and Out Burger, which is a West Coast uh, a West Coast place, yeah. because the people that work there are nice. The, the people and at so, LA, I've got to tell you, are super nice. And well, happy. they're trained that way. Yes, they're happy to be there. Right, they call you by name at the window, and I'm like, I feel like we're besties. Well, here's the thing: I, the last time I was at a McDonald's. The person barely even looked up to the count. Now I was just getting something to drink. I know I was probably wasting yeah. their time, but is, it is their job. And I was just getting something to drink, um, you know, and it was like, it was like an inconvenience. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not to say that all McDonald's employees yeah, are like going, that. You're going to but, a bad Mickey D's because um, the one where we go is super friendly. So I, I, look, I, and it could, it could be any place. Yeah. And, and this is going to make my point now. If you are in a service industry and you are servicing people the right way, you will, there, we won't even have to have a conversation about tipping because people will tip you because they, they feel, they feel that coming from you. 
So if you go to, if I go to a restaurant and somebody's, you know, piss and vinegar and, and just, you know, uptight and, and I'm bothering them, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and here I, I've, I've also asked, I've also gotten up from the table, went over to speak to a manager and say, look, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm sure that everybody has a bad day. And I feel bad because most waiters and waitresses nowadays have to share their tips with other people. Yeah. So they're sharing their tips with like some, the of, the, some of the wait, the bus boys, yeah. uh, uh, the food delivery people. Mm-hmm. They might be sharing a, a small percentage of it with the host or the hostess at the, you know, who's seating people. Right. Um, you, you know, uh, the bartenders, so they have a little bit of a different situation. But, and that's why I always go to restaurants even though I'm repetitive, I will go to a place that I know that I'm going to be treated well Yeah. Ra- rather than go someplace to be treated poorly, even if, and, and people will do this. That's why people, you know, that's why people that, you know, cheers, uh, the, the, the late seventies, early eighties, uh, you know, sitcom, everybody knows your name. You want people to know who you are, right? Yeah. And, and, and you, you want, you you want people to respect that. Hey, you're a person. You're just trying to do your thing. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, let's let's make it happen. I hope you waited until after you'd been served your food to talk about the person's sour mood. <laughs> of course, because you don't want an angry What do you? What do you? What do you? Silly. I don't. I'm, I don't want a sneezer. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it'd be more than sneezing. Um, I don't want a sneezer. Yeah. Whoops. Um, I just recently encountered somebody at an ice cream place who uh-huh. specifically said, because I think they were credit card only. Uh-huh. And I think they, they specifically said, maybe, maybe they were both, but they said, did you want to add a tip to that? Both and both the person I was there with and I were like, huh, I think if people wanted to add a tip to it and you had a tip, they would say, can I add a tip? <laughs> they would find a way to do that. It's to me, it's really similar to where they, swing the iPad around to you and they take you to the screen where it says, here's how much tip I want to add 5%, 10%, 15, 20 or none. And the first time they ever swung that around to me, I was like, you just picked up cupcakes, set them in a box and you want me to tip you. Well, remember they're, they're in the, they're in the danger zone. According to you, this was before the danger zone. So, yeah. So now the ice cream person, that's exactly what I thought. They came into work and they're putting themselves out there with people who may or may not show up with masks. And well, no, come on. What, what, what place nowadays is letting you in without a mask? It's a not, but it's a walk up ice cream place. Anybody could walk up without a mask and they, where's that? I'm and they're sure. not, and they are, I'm sure they do. I, Eric, I'm yeah. sure they do. Yesterday, okay, I, you're going to be bowled over by this. I went into the mall. I, I what? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Hold on. I'm sitting there. I, I got to go buy a lottery ticket. What's going? <laughs> what's going on here? I did. So, well, we had a return to make, and um, uh-huh. I'm not going to pay to ship it back, and then pay for them to ship it back. Uh, look so at like, you. We're going to find the nearest door. We will be masked up. We're going to walk in. We did it during the day when it would be quiet, and it was pretty quiet. And at the door, they stopped us and they said, just to review, when you're in our store, you have to keep your mask on. You need to keep at least six feet between you and anybody else in the store. And they just, I thought this was great, right? That, that made you super comfortable. It made me a lot more comfortable. But then I get in, they had a, you know, one of those vats, those five gallon vats with a pump on it of hand sanitizer. If you felt you, you wanted to have some sort of baptismal moment in there. And so you walk 
I, we walked toward the back of the store where we had to do our business at the counter. Isn't mm-hmm. there a, a little family there, a wife, dutifully wearing her mask, baby, mm-hmm. whatever babies do in the stroller, husband down under his chin. I wanted to throat punch him if there wasn't a six foot rule. <laughs> I, I just, I, so I'm going to just say, I pulled a Karen. I went back to the lady at the door and I said, you know, even after you have explained individually to everyone coming in this door, dude back there has his mask down around his chin. Because I'm sorry, if they stated it clearly, he knew what he was getting into. Wandered in anyway. I have completely gone off the rails on this. I don't know what we were even talking about, but oh. We're talking about tipping. (laughs) And that's, so that's after people very clearly explained what the rules were. And, and when you step inside the door of the mall, there is a sign that says you could be fined $1,000 for not having a mask on. What? People are still doing it. So if I if, love it, I love it. Let's, yeah. we need to start, we need, you need to start giving out some fines. Right, People yeah. need, we need to start in, see, that's the problem. We, Where's Paul we, Blart when you need him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Paul, Paul Blart, he's not going near anybody. He's, he's afraid, he's afraid of catching the COVID from all the people without the masks on. No, look, I was at the post office today, the post office, USPS. Yeah. And there's the woman behind the counter. And she behind the counter. She's the employee. Yeah. And she and she's got it, and it's under her nose. Oh. And, oh. And I, I was like, oh my goodness, really? Like, what? What part of? Aren't you the federal government kind of deal? No, they don't wear them at, at my post office that I go to. They have a big sheet what, of plastic. Is your wait, wait, wait? Hold on, hold on. Is yeah. your 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 post office in Siberia? Where where are you? <laughs> Where are you in Krinkoff, Poland? Poland where, are, yes. where, where are you? They just have a big sheet of plastic. Now, granted, it is wall to wall, ceiling to to um, counter. But you do have to you have to lift it up to. Slide I don't care. I don't care. Hey, that's not the, the the rules. The rule the rules clearly state you got to wear a mask. It, yep. This is nope, not a. If you have plastic sheeting, if you have plastic sheeting, you can disregard rule number one. Oh, oh, oh! I saw a woman yesterday at a store, a retailer wearing just one of those face shields. So I, I don't know what she thinks she's stopping. It barely went past her chin. I, I don't even think it did go past her chin. She had angled up, I, again. She had, I, a big, she had a big head. She had I a big dome. My, her her dome my extra daughter, large. I'm like, if that's the only person cashing out, I'm setting down my purchases and I'm walking out. Like that was crazy. At that store, by the way, they used Clorox bleach spray. So I could see her, the pr- person who did wait, wait on us with the mask, sprayed down the counter. And I thought, oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. She's spraying down the counter. When all of a sudden, this big cloud of Clorox punches me in the face. And I'm like, <laughs> you guys aren't messing around. Why don't you turn like- around and, you know, wipe down the the shield on that chick behind you because yeah you're like you're like bleach is your friend Come oh on. my gosh all right i just got heated we completely went off topic so t- tipping right. i guess the bottom line is i feel a little bit more compassionate about tipping in a case where i maybe wouldn't have because people are putting themselves up front and center with idiots who don't wear masks right so that's but me. but now you're gonna tip somebody for somebody else's ignorance i, I i'm i'm in closing your honor <laughs> And the, the uh, and the so astute jury here. Yeah, I, I think I'm just I'm going to tip when I feel that the service is tippable. Yeah, it, you know when it warrants it. If it doesn't warrant it, it doesn't warrant it. Yeah, and and if it's and if it's so horrendous 
that it is just beyond reproach. And you cannot believe how bad the service was. You can just tell somebody. It's, you're, it's okay. That's why managers and supervisors are, are, that's how they make their money, is they need to know that stuff. Because, oh yeah, they do. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not saying be mean. I'm just saying, you know, you pull, some, you pull somebody aside and you say, hey, look, just make sure this person is having, you know, that this isn't the norm. Because mm-hmm. what I experienced is like, is, is not, was, was not a good experience. And I, I feel bad for not leaving more of a tip, but I can't in good justice give that person a tip. So the money that I'm, I put on my, you know, I put on my credit card or I left should go to the other wait staff, uh, the, the bus boys, the bus people, excuse me, and, and, and the cooks and whoever else you normally share the tip with because the person serving me who took my order doesn't deserve any of it. Right. Um, and, and look, uh, that's part of the feedback process. And, you know, I, look, everybody has got a bad day, yeah. but guess what? You, you need to figure out how to take your bad day and put it aside and, and do your job. Turn that frown upside down. Yeah, well, for sure. I feel like I already did my 60 second rant because um, those people <laughs> mean, at the post office. You mean our, 30, office, our 34 minute rant? <laughs> oh my gosh. Those people uh, between the guy at the, at the store with the chin mask and the people at the post office. But, can, you um, ha- can you make a new bumper that says the 34 minute rant? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the 38 minute rant. we also need to get an update on how our kids are doing at remote school and in-person school and all of that. Let's talk about that next time on our show. It's time to dissect the fetal pig. We're sending one to your home. (laughs) Get ready. I hope you have a sharp knife and some some forceps. (laughs) I hope you enjoy the smell of formaldehyde. Check out our masked faces on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. It's the same old email address that Eric (laughs) every time recites, but I'm going to tell you again. It's the Say Something Podcast at gmail.com.